Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, trying to help us to uh, be in God's Word and reading it, prayerfully reading it, and getting better at it, so we can get the f- full blessing of all that God has for us in His Word and in our moving forward with our relationship with with God through Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So. <clears throat> I've had a little bit of a pause as traveling and then everything unfolding that we see unfolding in Israel. Um, not that that's really kept me from podcasting other than I wanted to get on and say something, but I really am not going to get into all that other than to say most of us have no idea really what it is like over there. The mindset of some people is very, very, very different than what yours or my mindset might be as to how we should respond to different things, whether you're, regardless of your nationality or color of your skin or your religion. But if you want a better understanding, I would suggest reading the book or listening to the book, Son of Hamas, Son of Hamas. It is an incredible book. Uh, some of it is documented in the Spy Museum in Washington, D.C. It is an incredible, incredible story that helps you get into a little bit the mind of Hamas, what is what is really going on inside. And, of course, some of Hamas is not recent. I think I want to say it was the late 1990s early 2000 maybe but anyway i digress so that's all i'm gonna really say about that my thoughts and prayers of course are with all those especially those civilians who were whose lives were radically changed this past weekend so uh the weekend before anyway we are in the story of just joshua which literally is taking us right into this whole region of that of the world um starting right into the the West Bank, if you will. So that's sort of where they're coming from. That's where they're camped out in this forest of Shittim. And they will be heading west across the Jordan River into what is Israel, the Promised Land. So so here we go, chapter 3 of Joshua. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim, and they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers were went through the camp and commanded the people, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priest, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about 2,000 cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will be doing wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priest, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And we'll stop there at the end of verse 6. 
So here they are getting ready to start this invasion, to start this uh, following the commands of their of God and going in and taking over this land that is for them the promised land. The people who are in the promised land at this time are there says already their hearts are have melted they're going to melt again here shortly when they do cross the jordan and they hear the accounts of how they crossed the jordan but the thing is that for 40 years these people have been anticipating the god who freed the people from the great egyptian power from the pharaohs has now come to take over their land and so they are in great fear um but here they are called to consecrate themselves. Here they are called to keep 2,000 cubits. Is that right? 2,000 cubits, which is about eight-tenths of a mile, uh, a little more than half a mile. So if you think about movement, if you're way in the back of the line, and then there's a break in the line, and then then you can see what's in the very front. If there's no break in the line, you may not be sure you're seeing what's in the front. So that sort of pretty wise movement here and especially considering the train that they're going to be in it's going to allow them to see the group carrying the ark of the covenant because there's a break in the whole movement now it's two or three million people that cross the uh the cave across the red sea 40 years earlier now how much they've gained in their population we don't know. So let's just say it's 3 million people. And then you have to think about the soldiers. So this is going to be the soldiers moving across. And there's 40,000 from a couple of tribes. So you're talking about quite a big army here. Let's say a quarter of a million minimum. And we, and we might get the numbers here. But it's a lot of people. So having that break in the line is, is pretty logistically strategically smart and then to consecrate yourselves it's get focused get focused what you're about to do let's not be uh let's not get carried away let's not uh, let's not um do dumb things right before we're going getting ready to go into battle and so on and so forth and and consecrate yourself as a people because we are god's people and so set apart holy are other ways you could think of it and so you know for us today often we i think we go about our day not recognizing or remembering maybe be a better way of putting it that we are separate separated from the others of this world in god's eyes we're god's children now there may be someone in our home or in our neighborhood who is currently not born again but <clears throat> God is in the in moving to save that person. And we may be the person to be used by God to uh to to speak the gospel into their life and to speak God's word into their life and to see them their heart of stone change to our heart of flesh. But not knowing some who are going to change have their heart change, we need to recognize that we are to be separated consecrated holy before the lord and so if others are doing something it doesn't 
doesn't necessarily have to be something bad, but if they're doing something that maybe we ought not to be a part of because we are holy, we are God's children. And so for us to recognize, hey, I'm not, I'm not sinning. Well, you might not be sinning, but you also may not be in, involved with what God wants you to do. So to consecrate yourself is really to think through, am I where God wants me to be? Am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I focused on building his kingdom and discipling or being discipled or both those? <clears throat> those are all important aspects of being consecrated. And so that morning time with the Lord, that morning prayer, every time I wake up, I'm, I have a song in my head, a prayer song in my head that, trust me, no one wants me singing out loud. But I sing to the Lord and it's for the Lord and for me not anybody else, but that is how I wake up, and it is out of habit, and because there are some mornings when I wake up that I, out of habit, start singing that song, and it helps me stay focused on, okay, yes, I, I'm stressed over X, Y, and Z, but I need to keep moving forward with what God has for me, um, so all that to say, in these six little verses, Joshua is getting ready to move all of the people. They are. They've moved down to the Jordan River. <clears throat> the The big moment is coming. They are crossing into the promised land. And and so his final words to them right before they're going to do it is, hey, make sure you remember why you are doing this and who you belong to. We belong to the Lord. We are doing this because he has told us to. We are doing this because He is he is giving us this land. And we are moving forward with the covenant of God, the ark of the covenant of God before us and with us, and God before us and with us. So we cannot fail, but we need to, we need to be in that attitude. And so that you could say this is a great evidence that attitude is everything. And Joshua is making sure that everybody's attitude is spot on. God bless you guys. Have a good day. Talk to you soon.